Hi everybody. Um, this is a course that you're going to find out is uh, kind of like the cutting edge right now because of understanding the style of a leader and what works with teams and this sort of thing. Uh, the neurological research is great with it as well as the, the ability to make assessment tools out of it. So it's moving like a freight train. So you know, in, in my view, we never say ultimate anything in the assessment or tech world because there's never an ultimate. There's always finding out some new stuff. We're going to kind of take you to where things are right now and what can be helpful to you and um, to be really, really valuable. And here we go. This first question tonight is uh, we're using strength finders as a foundation for leadership styles. What do you find to be the most helpful for leaders to discover their strength finders leadership style? Yeah, strength finders at this point of this recording uh, sort of rules because it's simple and it's got good backup behind it. Um, Gallup and Marcus Buckingham have done you know, hundreds of thousands of, of iterations of this now. So they've got a lot of, you know, in assessment, you've got to have a thing called reliability and a thing called validity. Reliability, does, does it do the same things over and over again with the same input? And validity is, does it really measure the construct it's supposed to measure? That's in assessment, the assessment world, that's always important. Strength finders comes up very well, plus it's simple, Plus, it's cheap, and so, you know, people in business like simple and cheap. So, kind of the gold standard right now, well, not the gold standard, but kind of a standard, um, and very, very valuable. Um, and we're going to be using it, you're going to be learning from it, but what I found is the real key of Strength Finders, well, there's a couple of keys. One is, I don't think you need for your uh, clients to learn, or you to learn all the 30, what, the two st 32 styles. Uh, I think the top five or six are fine, and if you want to spend the money, you can do that, but I haven't really found the, the ROI to be very high on that. So it's really good to know, you know, whether you're, you know, a futurist or whether you're an includer, inclusive or whether you're more strategically based or, you know, or, or a woo and that sort of thing. Very helpful because then you find out where to put your energy and where not to put your energy. Let me make a statement about that. Peter Drucker said, don't put time and energy into weaknesses put it into strengths. Now on a character level that's not true because that's why people come in for, for a healing and psychotherapy. If we were doing a, a therapy course we'd be saying no you got to put your time into the weaknesses because that's what's broken. I mean if somebody's got diabetes you fix the diabetes. If somebody's got a bad kidney problem you fix the kidney problem. And if somebody's got an attachment disorder or a depression you got to deal with that. In business you pay attention to those but you put more time and, and, and energy into the things they're already good at and you help them with the others, but if all you do is help them with the weaknesses, you really don't get the optimum and the maximum from your people, which is why it's called strength finders and not strength and weakness finders, I believe. The other piece about that, that I found is very helpful is I, when I'm working with a company and they want something kind of quick and dirty like that, like a strength finders, um, I found probably more helpful actually on a team level than individual things is the domains. And the domains, are, as, as, as you either are familiar, you're going to be familiar, or you know, have to do with um, strategy, and they have to do with um, relationship building, you know, inclusion, and they have to do with being kind of the salesman person that, that pushes people and um, vision and this sort of thing. And um, on a team level, I have seen it catalyze a team because I would take the assessment for every single person, maybe there's eight people on the team. And, um, and then we just put everybody's strengths in and here's where your five strengths break down and you find out pretty quickly why the team's not working right. Like everybody's relational but nobody's really execution and strategy. So 
they love each other and hang out and they sing Kumbaya, but nothing's getting done. Nobody has that futuristic structure. And then, uh, or, or you find out they're, they're very analytic, and so they're good with strategy and execution, but relationship is a real low thing, so that's why they don't connect a lot, they don't get their optimums out of themselves, and people leave and don't feel misunderstood, and they're not on good teams. So it's just when I, I kind of dramatically go through everything, and then I put up in, in the handout or on the wall, here's where your team goes out, and they go, oh my gosh, we don't connect at all, but we get a lot done, but nobody wants to be here, nobody works on teams, or we care about each other, we're not getting anything done. Very viable. So, um, that's why I found that is, is so helpful. Don't ever, ever, ever um, ignore the domains. Very, very helpful. Easy to use, um, and it gives you good stuff. And so people identify themselves as what they're. Some people say, "Gosh, I'm all four of my strengths are in the uh, execution domain, or all my strengths, all four of my strengths, or sorry, all five of my strengths are in strategy or whatever." If you've got a team that you know is across the board, then you've got a pretty good team. But help people to know what they are and what they work on the team because that's really where the, the payoff comes. So hope that's helpful and uh, use it and you'll have fun with it.